Anything combat with Johnny K. Well, it's anything combat, though. Welcome back, combatants, to the Anything Combat Show, wherein we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by a UFC veteran. He's had over 20-plus fights in the UFC. He was the maximum fighting championship champion at middleweight. He's fought welterweight, middleweight, light heavyweight, heavyweight. He's fought in, the, he's fought in karate combat. He's always smiling. Please welcome Sam Alvey. How are you doing today, Sam? Hey, I'm doing wonderful, my friend. Thank you for having me on. Did your van, did something, what happened to your car? <laughs> did something something break? Did you tell me about that? Yeah, so about two months ago, my wife and I started a business. We now own a food truck. We're chefs. So we're, we're, doing, we're doing pretty well. We started off with a real small food truck. It's a 12-footer. Uh, we've had so much success. We needed to get something bigger because we wanted to do bigger shows. So we found one. It's a 20-foot uh, food food truck. And I went up, I got it, and on my way home, my it's a big cargo van. My cargo van's transmission splattered all over the road. I mean, it just, yeah, it just totaled, totaled the engine. And that, that happened yesterday. So today, I've just been scrambling to get everything taken care of. Luckily enough, the part that broke on the van was under recall. So the whole engine is going to get replaced by Ford for nothing, uh, which is great news. Although it's going to take me about three months to get everything taken care of, it's, it's going to take me three months to get the van back. So that, that's why today I was late getting to you is I had to get up to my parents' house. They've got a, an extra big enough car for all my, my kids to fit in that they're going to let me borrow. What inspired you to start a food truck and what do you sell? Uh, so we deep dish Chicago style pizza. Uh, that, that's our main dish. The name of our truck, you can follow it on Instagram and Facebook. It's uh, the Food Fight Truck. Uh, and it's we're, we're, we are the Food Fight Truck. Uh, so Deep Dish is our main staple, but then we always have a challenger. So our champion is Deep Dish. The challenger is whatever we're feeling for the day. So we'll go meatballs or we'll go jambalaya or we'll go, you know, eggs. Whatever we're feeling will be the challenger. <laughs> when, did, when did you start coaching basketball? Coaching basketball? I, yeah. I don't I don't coach basketball. I thought you said to me that you went to your kids' baseball. basketball game. Baseball. Oh, baseball. When yeah, did you start coaching baseball? Oh, um, I, I've coached all my kids so far at one point or another. I've missed a couple seasons, but this, I needed my kid to be the catcher. And, you know, my, my kid's a good catcher, but – the coach kid always gets to pick. So I said, I'm going to coach him. I'm going to make you the catcher. So I'm coaching this year and he is the catcher. <laughs> Love that. Um, can you tell us about your affiliation with karate combat? How did you get involved with that uh, promotion? And <laughs> have you said, have you thought that the promotion was uh, to a high standard so far? Like what have you seen? What can you tell us about the promotion? Yeah, so Karate Combat, that's who I'm fighting for now, who is I just won with about a week and a half ago. And I, I saw the I, knockout. Yeah, it was a great knockout. It was fantastic. I get the whole fight on my YouTube if you want to see it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, about four, five, six months ago, uh, my buddy Raymond Daniels was fighting with him. And so I hit it. You know, I, I just, I'm going to tune in and watch. Raymond Daniels, I uh, trained before and uh, just, just a big fan of what he does. And I just fell in love with the promotion. It was such a high-paced, high-contact contact sport. I mean, it was faster than it was faster than any MMA fight, um, faster than boxing. Cool. It, it just did some really so Muay Thai. It's the fights are boring. They they are. I want to like them, but Muay Thai fights are boring. 
karate combat is not that it is so much faster uh, and I just fell in love. So I started, I hit him up on Instagram and on Twitter and on everywhere. I just started tagging him and everything, saying, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Commenting on all their posts, following the owners, following everything. And eventually they reached out to me and said, Sam, do you want to fight for us? I said, yes, yes, I do. So I did a couple interviews with the guys. They, they liked me. I liked them. And they, they put me up in the Dominican Republic here about a week and a half ago, uh, where I got my debut win and knockout uh, for karate combat. Congratulations. You brought up one of my, um, I wouldn't say favorite fighters, but a fighter that is absolutely deadly. He spins around a million times, Raymond Daniels. When Ray did you first meet? Uh, so Sorry, what did you say? Yeah, Raymond Daniels and Sean Strickland uh, have been buddies for years. Sean has been a good friend of mine too. So we just met up once or twice, Raymond Daniels, Sean and I, and we just kicked the hell out of each other. Raymond Daniels is the guy, he's the only man in the world that has made me want to shoot. Uh, he's the only guy that I, I'm not going to deal with this stand-up. He's just too slick. Uh, Sean Strickland shoots on Raymond Daniels, and Sean doesn't shoot on anyone. When did you <laughs> first meet Raymond? would have been a couple years ago. We, we've known, known each other a few times. I've sparred him. Uh, his wife, um, uh, Miss Northcutt, was it Colby? Colby Northcutt, Northcutt I believe, uh, has sparred my wife. She's a wonderful person uh, so we, we kind of hit it off. Uh, we we're both of us and our wives are competitive and uh, we just had a good time together. I'm going to ask you an interesting question now. So you had an infamous losing streak as well as draw streak in the UFC. I want to ask you, do you think that your love for the sport kind of went away during this period or were you always happy to step in the cage? Not for a second did it go away. I was ecstatic. Every opportunity I get to step in the cage, into the ring, into the pit now. I love sports. I, I, I love sports. The only sport I'm good at is fighting, which puts it above the rest. I, I, love, I love all of it. Uh, and so every opportunity that people want to see me do what I love, what I've trained my entire life for, I'm jumping all over the opportunity. Now, I may not have won all those fights, but I, I, if you watch them, I won a lot of them. I think I got screwed more than once. Uh, there was, of the eight, of, so I lost eight and I had a draw in the middle there. If you look at those eight, I won four of them. I mean, I beat Ryan Spann. I, I, saw, Don, I Don. saw some split decisions, definitely. Yeah, I, I beat Ryan Spann. I beat Dalton Young. I beat Wellington Terman. Uh, there's a Brazilian guy. I always forget his name. It, it was I beat him. Uh, anyway, that's just every fighter says, oh, yeah, I won that fight. Yeah. I did watch the fight. I won it. Of those eight, I won at least four, maybe five. Um, let's talk <laughs> about your trip to uh, the Dominican Republic. So apart from fighting there, what did you do at uh, in this country? And did you enjoy your time there? Yeah, so they, the Karate Commons put, put us up on a, a resort. So we had access to the ocean. We had access to swimming pools. Uh, good food that I couldn't eat because I was, you know, cutting weight and all that. Uh, but we just had a blast. My wife and I went down there, back to the basics. Um, and she and I, we went down there and just, just made made the life out of it. Uh, enjoyed the country, enjoyed the people, enjoyed every part of it. Yeah, lovely. You fought in welterweight, middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight, as I mentioned. Uh, I've got a knockout in all of them, too. That's hilarious. What would you say is the is the hardest division skill wise? Uh, <laughs> for me, there there was not a big difference in skill, 
But in MMA in general, the lighter you get, the better the guys are. Like, if you, the easiest fights you're going to get, barring uh, a few at heavyweight, is heavyweight. The heavyweight guys are not as good as the 125 guys. Uh, so the lighter you get, the faster, the more technical. Because they, they can't rely on the knockout power. The heavier you get, you don't need to be as good if you hit real hard. Uh, you have to, I mean, you have to compete. But the lighter you get, the more technical, the more fast, the more, more everything you have to be. I'll grab your prediction for Oliveira Makachev too. Who are you picking and why? Uh, Makachev, and I think it's going to go exactly the same way. It wasn't an off night for Oliveira. It was just the way the fight's going to play out. Oliveira got out-wrestled, got out-struck, got out-everything, and I think it's going to happen the same way. I'm pulling for Oliveira. I'm sick of these Dan- Dagestanis coming over and taking all of our titles. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm pulling for Oliveira, but I don't think you, I'm not going to bet on him. So you mentioned there about taking all the titles, dude. Makachev's thinking about going up to welterweight. What do you think about that? Do you think he stands a chance against either Colby or Leon? <laughs> I think he gets eaten alive by Colby. Uh, Leon, he's got a shot, uh, but Col- Colby destroys him. I don't think he's better than Colby anywhere. Uh, Leon. If you get him down, maybe you have a shot. Getting him down is hard. I think the size difference will definitely play play a factor. But uh, I, I think he lo- he probably loses to both, and he gets destroyed by Colby. I think Colby is a little bit small for the welterweight division, and I do see Islam Makachev having an advantage in the striking department. Why do you think that Colby can beat him in this area of the fight? Oh, you, you give Makachev the, the advantage over, over Colby in striking? I think Colby's a better striker than Leon. I think Colby has some of the best boxing in MMA. Uh, he's not a big kicker. You don't have to be. But his his range uh, and his speed and that he can that he is willing to and does mix in his wrestling makes him one of the most dangerous strikers out there. Um, like, outside of Sean Strickland, Colby might be the best boxer in MMA right now. That is a really big call. What is what has he done to make you think that? Because in my opinion, the fights that I've seen, <laughs> Colby, the fights that I've seen, uh, Colby fight in the UFC against RDA and Robbie Lawler. In my opinion, I just don't think that they were good enough opponents at the time. Like they were kind of out of their prime. I don't see Colby fighting a really really high-end opponent for you to for you to say that because I think Kamaru Usman was more of a grappler how do you feel about that I if you're going boxing style I think Colby put a hurting on Usman in their first fight in their second fight I felt it was more of an Usman fight but I still thought Colby was holding his own doing pretty well I I thought I even thought the first fight was stopped too early um, but I, I, I had Colby just outboxing him all four rounds until, until the stoppage. Uh, he just got caught there at the end. That's the way the way the cookie crumbles. Um, the, the way he is able to get in and get out reminds me a lot of Frankie Edgar. Uh, Frank, yeah, Frankie Edgar, uh, where he's able to close that distance with his strikes and bounce back out without getting hit most of the time. You play that game, eventually the Usmans are going to catch you. Um, but I... Every, every fight he has, and I understand Robbie and RDA, and who else did he fight? He fought someone else. Uh, oh, hey. Or Masvidal. Uh, and Masvidal, he just wrestled. Uh, 
But I, I think because the threat of his wrestling is there, he really gets to open up with his hands. Doesn't have the power. He's not a power striker. But he, he sets up the combos. I mean, he, he has better combos than just about everyone. He's never looking for the one-hitter quitter. Like That's about all I look for. I don't bother with the combinations. I'm just looking to hit that one real hard time. And that's not him. Such an interesting fight between him and Leon. Who do you have in that and why? I, I think Colby. I think Colby's going to smash him. Uh, I, I You're think, joking. Uh, no, I think Colby's going to. You look at the betting odds. Colby's leading in everything. I mean, pe- people, really? are, people are picking Colby. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Leon Edwards in my in my multi. I'm gonna make heaps of money on my sports bet. I'm telling you that much. Uh, he's gonna Leon is too slow for Kobe. Kobe's gonna come in. He's gonna be able to mix in the wrestling far better than Usman. Did. Like Usman didn't mix in wrestling. He was either punching or wrestling. Kobe mixes it. And if you have the ability to do that and you do do that, it wins fights. Uh, and very few people do it well. I think that Kamaru and Colby have two different styles of wrestling, and I think that <laughs> Colby's, I think that Colby's style of wrestling is just a tad easier to figure out. I think Leon will be tall and strong, and will stuff those takedowns, and will also have the ability to clinch with Colby. And I think those deadly knees and elbows will make Colby second guess those wrestling exchanges. So I think that Leon will pick him apart on the feet and stuff his takedowns. Now I do see Colby getting him down or pushing him up against the fence, but I don't see Colby having a solid amount of control time due to the fact that Leon's jujitsu is very underrated in the division right now. Jujitsu doesn't work against good wrestlers. Uh, (laughs) You get good enough. Jiu-jitsu, like the sport in, as a whole, has changed the rules because of wrestlers. Now, I don't know that Colby is a good enough wrestler to negate all of jiu-jitsu, but uh, I think he could be. I think he's fast enough. And he doesn't need the takedown. He needs to shoot, close that distance, so he can come up with his strikes. Every time he shoots, whether he's successful with the shot or he's just getting in there to close that distance at a different angle, he comes out swinging. And he comes out swinging two, three, four at a time. And he's one of the few people that will reshoot. He'll shoot, come out, hit, and then reshoot. It's very difficult to do, which is why most people can't and don't do it. Frankie Edgar is one of those guys that was able to do it. And he, he did it really well in his prime. I saw your uh, one of your children sleeping on the mat. Have you gotten any of your kids involved in MMA? Oh, all of my kids have been to the gym before they've been home. Uh, like, like all of my kids have been held by Dan Henderson before they ever saw my house. Uh, the, the, really? Yeah. Uh, not my last one. So five of my six. Uh, yeah, my, I, I moved to Tennessee and had number six. So I don't know that he's even met Dan Henderson. Yet. Anyways, they, they, they've been in jujitsu. They've been in the gym since the day they've been born, more or less. Uh, when did you meet Dan Henderson? Absolute legend of the sport. <laughs> All right. The best story with Dan is the first time I ever sparred Dan, uh, we were clinching. I was the big dog in Wisconsin. I came out to California and I'm, yeah, I'm the greatest ever. Got to spar Dan and we were clinched and he came up with this friggin' uppercut and he dislocated my jaw was, was what it was. I didn't know that it was dislocated. It's just, I was talking sideways for like a week and it's, you're, you're a poor fighter. You're not going to go to a doctor. It's like, it doesn't hurt. You just feel funny. So, 
And that was the first punch he ever caught me with. It was a clinch. Boom, caught me with that uppercut. And they ha- he had me talking sideways for a week. <laughs> That's hilarious. What was your favorite fight from your career? What would you, um, which fight do you look at and you pinpoint saying, that's my favorite fight? Uh, so I fought this guy in my first loss as a professional against a guy named Caleb Nelson. At this point, I had just started training. I was 4-0 as a pro. Uh, I still hadn't learned the UFC was a thing. I was just doing it to do it. And I was just smashing everyone. I, the, 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 he would have been my, had I won, he would have been my 12th fight in a row I had won. So I went into the fight, and he was an older gentleman who just fought kind of like for fun for me. But he was stronger than hell. And uh, we fought, and we just beat the tar out of each other for, for 15 minutes. He would be on top, and I'd get up. He'd take me back down. I'd, I'd get on top. we just beat each other up, and he won. Uh, I remember I went backstage, and I puked. And uh, it was just it was my first loss as a pro. And it's like, that was fantastic. I wish I had it. I wish I had it on film because I'm sure it wasn't a technical fight. I'm sure knowing what I know now, now that I've been training my whole life, that it was just two guys going in there to fight. But in my head, it was the coolest fight I have ever had. Caleb Nelson is his name. I've got a MMA question for you. Current light heavyweight pictures kind of all over the place. And we have Pereira versus Yuri Kokosha. <laughs> I have Pereira in that fight by knockout. Do you think I've seen it wrong, or do you agree? I think if Pereira becomes the light heavyweight champion, he will be the worst light heavyweight champion that is, I don't, maybe not ever, but for a long time. He won. He did not beat Jan. He lost to Jan. Uh, that, that was a, oh my God, don't get your hands off your head. He lost that fight, and it wasn't that close. He lost maybe all three rounds, but at least the first and third. third no round, way, Sam. Third. No way. I can't believe you with this one. This is ridiculous. Third round. Third round. Jan outstruck him. Outlanded, outstruck him. And took him down at the end. Round two, Jan, Jan got tired and gassed. Round three, they were both tired and gassed. Round one was all Jan. Uh, round three, watch it again. He, Jan outstruck Pereira. Uh, you, I, you could probably, it's probably even on the stats too, if you look at who who landed more, but it wasn't close. I mean, it really wasn't. Round two was, round two, I, I'd have to rewatch it again. I think during the moment I, I had Jan winning it, uh, but I, I don't remember now, so it must've been close. But round three, I, I was shocked when they announced that, uh, uh, Pereira won it. Pereira has no ground game, like none. Uh, Izzy showed that to the world. Why anybody would, if the fight hadn't taken place in Utah, uh, Jan would have walked through him. Uh, Jan gasped. He wasn't ready for the, I think they're at like 6,000 feet. And, and the elevation does matter. Uh, and maybe the elevation ma- mattered for Pereira too because he gasped pretty hard in round three. But Pereira has no ground game. He got on his back against Izzy and he looked like a fish out of water. I mean, he didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. He was just flopping around. Um, now, Yuri Prakniel, right? That's how you say his last name? Prokashka or Prohaska. All right, that guy. He should win. Just take him down. There is no way. There is no way his ground is worse than Alex. Now, I don't think Yuri is going to take him down. I don't. I think he's going to go in there and try and kickbox him and all that. 
we'll see what happens. I, I don't know who to pick. Any other fighter in the UFC at 205, I think, smashes him. I think if Anthony Smith were to fight Alex Pereira, Smith would win. And I think it'd be, I think Smith would submit him easy. Um, he has no ground. He, very good stand-up. Maybe the best stand-up in, in the UFC, but he has no ground. And you can't, you can't fight with no ground. Oh, he, he did fight with no ground. He won a title with no ground. <laughs> so maybe you can, but... He, he was exposed, and people are going to take advantage of it. How many times have you seen Jan Blahavich versus Pereira? How many times did you watch that fight back? Uh, maybe the two and a half. It was a solid two. I think I watched it a third time, at least part. You know, I watched the first and the third again to make sure I wasn't all that. Second and the third again to make sure I wasn't all wet. Well, I think that. Every single person I've spoken to on the show here, right, that's an MMA fighter, Transact Kill Cliff, whatever, right, I've spoken to them, and they've got Pereira wrong. I'm sorry to say, but I know you guys are in the sport, but I'm a fucking expert with this shit. And Pereira, Pereira's ground game and his grappling mechanics are actually improving and are much better than what you think. I think Pereira ruins Jamal Hill, ruins Yuri. And also, I'm on the fence about this one. I'm still looking into it. I was watching heaps of uh, fights with Magomed and Kalaev. I think Pereira would ruin Magomed as well. Like, I think he knocks all of these guys out. I think that he's... Takedown defense against Jan was great, and he did win that third round. I totally did disagree. That, how? He lost the striking and got taken down. He got let me see. Let me see, let me see how many strikes were thrown in the, in the third round. Bear with me. It says Pereira outstruck him, and it said in the third round, yep, yeah, it said he outstruck him 35 to 26, right? Pereira 35, Jan 26 in the third round as well as the fact that Pereira hits way harder than Jan Blahovic. So in other words, uh, Pereira was beating the shit out of him. So I don't know what fight you're watching. No, 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 no. Where those strikes come from is he was on his back trying to do something. Half of those strikes, half of those 35 strikes, so it's at 17 strikes-ish, were off his back doing little, ah, get off me please, punches. All right. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to rewatch that. I'll have to rewatch that. I won't. I won't have a definitive. Do it with an open mind. Do it with an open mind. Dude, no. I always. I'm unbiased. I'm unbiased, right? I will. I will definitely have to go back and take a look at it because I'm an unbiased commentator, and I'll get back to you on that. If I don't have the information, then I cannot um, have a definitive response to it. So I wanna. I wanna ask you seeing that Pereira is kind of old right now dude he's like 35 turning 36 how long do you think he should be fighting in the UFC for I I don't have a good answer for that I mean uh what's his name Teixeira fought and won the title at 45 or 44 uh Dan Henderson was arguably won the title at 45 uh Randy Couture had it at like 75 or something uh it, it it's you fight until you're not getting paid to fight until you're you know getting paid to lose and you don't want to get paid to lose anymore. Um, so you fight until you don't want to fight until it starts hurting too much. Do you think that he can go up to heavyweight and have success? Have like a uh, speed advantage and just like 
Curtis Blades, who is the gatekeeper of the division, smokes him. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't get past Curtis Blades. I'm trying to think who else is a wrestler. John Jones smokes him. Aspinall. Um, yeah, Aspinall would too. But I, I, I'm I'm not sold on Aspinall yet. I think I think he's gonna be great. It just I can't I keep seeing him blow his knee out kicking uh, blades, and I can't get that out of my head. So I, I he, he looked really good in his last two now. <laughs> I would like to I would like to see how he fights against uh, like gone game. What is the worst injury you've ever sustained? So I have over 80 fights. I have fought a lot. I have fought all over the place. But there are three injuries that really stick out to me. Uh, one, oh, that, it's how you judge it. The most painful injury I ever had was I broke a rib. Ribs suck. I broke it. I, I even won the fight. I broke two ribs in my fight, uh, debut fight with Bellator against Carl Amasu. I still won that fight. He came out. He, like, yeeted me. He judo threw my ass and... Uh, that hurt like so much. <laughs> Broke my ribs early. So that was the most painful. Uh, the the most affecting was Sean Strickland broke my jaw. Uh, it had made me pull out of a fight. And um, it was, you know, a six-month recovery. They wired me shut for six weeks and I wasn't allowed to do anything. That, that was, I considered never fighting again after that one. That was miserable. But then the, the one that really affected me was... Prior to Talus Slater, I tore what's called my syndesmosis ligament, uh, which is kind of the, it goes up the back of your leg from your heel to your knee just about. And I tore that almost clean off, like not clean off, but it was close. For that camp, for six weeks of that camp, I could do nothing but swim. I couldn't box. I couldn't grapple. I couldn't, I couldn't run. I just swam. I was buying a house and I couldn't pull out of the fight. I needed the money for the down payment. So I got I, I taped myself together walking to the cage and like his first damn kick, you know, kicked my legs and like, well, that's all she wrote. So I just I kept my butt on the cage so he wouldn't take me down and I just I tried to hit him as he came in, but he just kept kicking my legs over and over again. <coughs> uh, notable mention, I broke my hand against um show uh, getting ready for Shogun. And they, they had to do the surgery, put the, the needles in. That one didn't hurt. Like, I broke it and it didn't hurt. The jaw didn't hurt either. Um, and it didn't affect much. It was my left hand, so I could still do everything with my right hand. Um, right? It was my left. Yeah, I forgot which hand it was. Um, but then my next fight was against Ryan Spann. And I broke my the same hand, like, two weeks before the fight. Uh, and so that I was like, oh, damn it. That, that, that kind of affected things. What is your barbecue like? Can you give us some insight? Like, out of 10, what would you rate your barbecue abilities like? What do you cook well? Oh, my barbecue abilities. So I, I you should see, so I gave the world a tour of my food truck. Uh, it has a 14-foot indoor, and then it has a six-foot six balcony on the back. On that balcony is a uh, smoker. And this smoker could have, I mean... You could put 50 pounds of beef in this. Uh, my barbecuing ability is pretty good. Out of 10, I'm going to say I'm a solid 7.5. Come on, you're going to go higher than that. 
Hey, I, I'm not going to oversell myself. I, I will get there, but I just bought the food truck. I've been smoking stuff for years, but I haven't used this smoker yet. So I'm, I'm not going to overestimate how, how good I am with this smoker. But my Traeger, I'm next. I'm as good as they come. You've been fighting for forever now. How long are you going to continue fighting for? Well, like I said earlier, as long as it doesn't hurt, as long as I get paid to do it. <coughs> Excuse me. I know I can walk into any gym in the world, and I, I know I could be the best person at most gyms. I know I could compete with anyone they put in front of me. doesn't mean I'd beat all of them. If you were to put Israel Alasanya in a ring with me, I'd give him a hell of a good five rounds. Uh, doesn't mean I'd win, but I could compete with him. And as soon as I know I couldn't compete with the best in the world, that I'll consider hanging it up. Or I'll start boxing uh, YouTubers. Which YouTuber would you like to knock out first? Oh, I'd beat the shit out of Jake Paul, but I mean, everyone would. I, I, the problem is, is I'm his size and not retired yet. So I, the, the fight's probably never going to be offered. You just threw some shade at Jake. Oh, I, everyone does. I, he is, in all honesty, he is the easiest fight in the fight game. He, he has five or six years of hitting mitts experience. He has fought old retired boxers. or No, old retired wrestlers and one boxer. The first boxer he fought, he lost to. Now, I did think he, Anderson Silva was going to beat him. But, uh, yeah, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Sam, for Halloween, what outfit are you going to wear? I'm going as Elvis, baby. Uh, the king of rock and roll. He ain't dead. He's just, he's on vacation. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Who's the best fighter that you've ever trained with? Uh, it's between Sean, Sean Strickland and Dan Henderson. Uh, they're, they're both dangerous in different ways. They've both hit me more than I wish they would have. Raymond Daniels is on that list too. Like Raymond surprised me. I didn't know anything about him until I was sparring with him. And the dude was hard to, to watch or hard to pay attention to as he was sparring. That's all we have time for, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Sam Alvey, for coming on the show. Follow Sam, link in the description. Subscribe to Anything Combat on Spotify. See you guys next time.